Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Baseball season is over. We're going to get into a little bit of the World Series, but that does not mean we're done with our bets. We still have a lot of stuff to get in on the action, and Bet Online is the place to do it. Look, you may not be able to go to the game this year, but you can still be, be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads, totals, team, player, and coaching props. They even got some futures bets. Uncle Todd, I do want to bounce this off you. So there's been that quarterback change at Miami. You told us Miami's a decent team. I'm on the yeah. Tua train. I put a little futures bet for them to win the AFC East at Uh-oh. like plus Plus like three hundred something. It was a it was a very uh, high plus. All right. Uh, Well, and uh, part of it had to do with the the maybe the Patriots suck, which is a weird sentence. I never (laughs) thought I would say that, but yeah, the Patriots sucks, and the and the Bills have uh, stumbled onto hard times. So yeah, they have. So it's kind of a flyer ticket, but that's what Bet Online has. They have all the futures. You can go put a futures bet on the uh, NFC East if you want. There, every team is still in play. The Giants are still in play. The Cowboys somehow still in play. So they got it all. Bet Online gives you more wagering, more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and use the promo code Armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. That is the promo code Armchair A R M. C-H-A-I-R, BetOnline, your online sports book expert. You know, on BetOnline, you can actually bet on all 50 states for the election. You can bet on each of the states if you want. That's to. right. There's money you can put yeah. down. Yeah. I do think, though, I want to, and BetOnline might not want me telling you this, but I saw somewhere you can, I think, bet on the election itself and just who will win. But there's one spot where it says, like, who will win the popular vote and who will win the election. There's different bets, so make sure yeah, look at you're what paying you're attention at. Yeah. because you might think you won and then come election day. That'd be a good parlay. You could bet someone for the popular bet and another for the yeah. uh, electoral college, and you could win some money. And then just bet all the swing states. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> But you'll have to pay attention. We might not know the exact all the winners on election day. No, for so sure, you might need sure. to keep keep paying attention. Anyway, I don't think people came here for our election time. So, so this is the five thirty eight podcast. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, welcome in. We're all drinking coffee and water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get into so uh, game six. We're recording this on Wednesday. Should have been the night for game seven, but we didn't yeah. get our. The, the two greatest words in sports. So the game ended. Dodgers True. win their first World Series in what was it, 32 years? Is that right? 1988. 
Yeah. Wow. So wow. I don't know how they haven't won the past few years. I think they've paid the most money out of anybody, and they have all the <laughs> talent in the world. But we're rooting for the Rays here on this pod. And I'm gonna ask. I want to ask you guys, just as a, as a as a novice baseball watcher, I don't know a whole lot, but I know that Blake Snell looked like he was unhittable. Gave up one hit, and we're like, "Oh, we're Damn. gonna pull him." This, what was it? The fifth inning? What was sixth inning? Uh, third, fifth five, inning. Two thirds. Fifth inning, one out. I, yeah. So can. Is, to me, that looks like a stupid call. I know there's analytics and they have something to it, but Game Six World Series, your guys dealing. What What do you think about that, Jacob? Boy, that's tough. And I, I apologize. I think it actually was sixth inning, one out. If I'm mistaken. okay, yeah. So it's I kind of like as a Rays fan and someone who's watched a lot of Rays games this year. I try to look up to like I'm trying to put my mindset like where is Cash coming from because he's this. But this is what they've done all year. They're they're built around their starters go five innings and their bullpen takes over for the last four, and so that's how they got to where they were now, and that's what Cash trusted. So that's he just had to go with his gut. He said, "All right, he's Snell's dominating, but I'm super scared of these top three hitters for the Dodgers that have seen him twice now, even though he's made them look stupid." Which which were zero for six with six strikeouts, I believe, Correct. so far at that point. So it's one of those things, and this is. He's now, and this is why I have hope for the future for the race, because he's now learned his lesson, I think. it It's different in a regular season doing this than Game 6, the World Series elimination, your guys dominating. You need to just, it's so tough. as I mean, that's why he gets paid, that's why he gets paid big bucks to make these decisions. And so, I just, I don't take him out personally. I don't think the whole world knows not to take him out, but I think he just got scared, honestly, of Mookie Betts, Seager, and Turner. Which I don't blame them. I was reading, so like from what I read, uh, like you said, Betts would have represented the start of Snell's third trip through the lineup. And I I think I saw, including the playoffs, Snell faced the same hitter a third time in a game only 34 times all year. So that that does show you that this is the the race. That's why I knew y'all would probably know more because you've watched, obviously, a lot more Rays than I have. So it makes sense. But, Tony, you've, you've watched baseball for a long time. At some point, are we getting to the point where... There is a feel for the game, right? I know analytics has a part. Like we talked about this two point conversions the other week. Analytics do have their side, and I usually side on the side of the math, like what, what makes sense. But at time, it's a field thing, isn't it? Yeah, you know, and that's that's what makes it a great game. It's very statistically driven, and so I can tell you, if there had been nobody on, Blake Snell would have kept going. But when he runs that chart and he does that uh, that number, and as you said, only 34 times he's, he's faced someone through the third time in the lineup, that runner on, they got to go. And so um, I, I think that, uh, you know, you've got to use the statistics. It's a very, uh, to quote someone from Bull Durham, it's a very linear game. Uh, some people think it is, at least anything, quantum physics and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, that at that point in time, when you've got 80-something games under your belt, I think you've got to make that call. Big moments, big picture. He's, you know, you've got to have it. And I, although, so yeah, I, I probably leave him in. But again, he, he went by that book. Uh, although I will say he made some very, very hard decisions throughout the year juggling that lineup. And for the most part, he did a good job with them. So, uh Let's be let's be just real clear right here. The Rays were outmanned from the start of the series. It, it, every every commentator talked about it. 
the yeah. dollars ta- dollars showed it. Those oh, I have the dollars pulled up. Oh yeah, the do- I mean, and so for for the for the race to go six, I think is actually speaks to his process and what he does, and uh, uh, so when, and chipping away, and and so you see a lot more teams do it. You saw the Dodgers do it to them uh, uh, that uh, last night too. I mean, the Dodgers bullpen won that game for him. So so yeah, I, I say you, he's probably going to go and pull him out because that's what his book says and that's what his gut was telling him is one more. And I I, I hey I. I've risked enough. I'm bringing my money off the table. I'm going with this guy that that I know can get these guys out, and and he didn't. So, yeah, it it does. It I, I guess the math gets you where you want to go. Like the math get, got them where they were to Game Six. I think I fall on what what Jacob was saying. Where yeah, the the math can get you so far. But like we mentioned, the 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 the, the payroll and the talent that the Dodgers have. You're gonna need some. You're gonna need some luck, and you might need. You might need a legendary performance from Snell. And they were on track for that. Now, who knows? He might have got roughed up in that next three batters. It also doesn't help that the Rays put put one run up. That they they still needed someone right. to hit. If we we all have great yeah. hindsight, twenty twenty, but we yeah, still need to put some runs up. on the board, and they didn't do that, right? Yeah. Right. I can guarantee if it was four to nothing at that point, so one to nothing, Blake Snell stays in the game because the book says. Hey, if he gets two runs out of the next six guys, you've still saved forty pitches from the next mm. guy up in the bullpen. But at one to nothing, it, it was it was the move to make as far as uh, cash was concerned, and I get it. And I'll, this last thing I'll say about the pitching of the Rays, we'll see a lot more teams start to do that in the future, I believe, oh, yeah. because the Rays had a full staff of retreads, and they limited their pitch counts. These. I, Jacob, how many of those guys have had Tommy John surgery? Fifty percent. Oh, at least more? half. Yeah, they. And, yeah. yeah, this yeah. was this is a modern day, or I guess this is like my our generation's Moneyball team. Like it's something new that a lot of people aren't doing. I mean, I I mean just looking at the numbers dollar wise, the Rays have for this year's payout, they're paying the third lowest salary for this year of the whole uh, league. And they're going up against the Dodgers, who pay the second most this year. Um, I mean, it's a true money ball situation, and they—that's why Kevin Cash. People are—I've I've seen so many tweets and things about like that's a move that gets you fired. But you know what? He's done. No one expected them to be there. They—they they were the dark horse, but they weren't actually expecting them to be there. And he's taken that their system of yeah, let's, we're going to take all these guys that some have Tommy John, some don't. Some people just don't want them. And we're just going to limit their numbers and innings and just use them efficiently. And that's what he did. I think they had over 10 or 12 bullpen pitchers each recorded one save at least throughout the entire year or something like that. I mean, he it's it's such a it's the most fluid lineup I've ever seen offensively and pitching wise that it just allowed him to do whatever he wanted. And he, for the most part, he did it well. He chose his situations carefully. All right, so I do want to. I got really into this World Series mainly because I think I watched my first full baseball game like from <laughs> from pitch to end in that fun, game four. That game four, fun. that game four might have been the most fun I've had watching mm-hmm. a baseball game. Yeah. And I didn't care. I mean, I was rooting for the race, but it was, I, I don't have like a lot of stake at all in, in either game. And that game four, especially the end, was. Yeah. Super fun! It was entertaining. I, yeah. I think maybe some other baseball f- or people that watch don't watch baseball often might have seen that and go, "Hey, this could be kind of fun to watch." I kind of because I was getting into yeah. it. Yeah, there you go. Postseason baseball is great. I think 
the the one thing i mean obviously i love baseball but i just love that it's i think it's one of the it might be the only sport you're you're technically you can't hold the ball you can't delay the game like you have to go try to get the the guy out to finish the game so i think i love that you always have at least a shot technically well the one thing baseball so i thought the world series was good for baseball except Four. Can we, oh man! Can y'all explain to me what the hell happened with Joseph Turner? So is that his name, Just, Joseph Turner? Justin, Justin Turner. Justin, Justin Turner. Turner. Yeah. Yeah. So I like the guy because he looks like Torment <laughs> off Game of Thrones already. So exactly. <laughs> but they pull him in the sixth inning because he did. They just now realize he tested like what? How do you just now realize he tested positive for coronavirus? I mean, he played half the I, game. I mean, I've got the alleged info on that. Walk us through what the, so, the alleged info So is. allegedly what happened. Okay, so we're recording this on Wednesday. This happened on Tuesday, right? So they test every day in Major League Baseball. So on Monday, they send the test to a place in Utah. And then Tuesday morning, they get back an inconclusive, right? So then Monday morning, they take another test and send it back off to Utah. And it apparently takes them exactly to you know whatever the eighth inning or whatever it was to find out that now it's for sure he tested positive so that's the reason is they had to mail this test off the uh to utah over the course of a few hours get it tested and then um they so got the timing go works out to where it's right after he gets three at bats <laughs> i mean it is yeah. suspicious yeah. <laughs> it's uh yeah. yeah right i think he had his third at bat and it was a a fly ball at the literally against the wall warning oh. track very easily two more feet is a home run and and then all of a sudden oh there's a new third baseman all of a sudden out there i wonder what happened to turner yes it was funny to hear joe buck i don't know what we're gonna have to check on turner because this is <laughs> the so-and-so's only third defensive appearance in the world in the playoffs yeah oh my i mean i do there is conspiracy l over here has an has a thought that maybe the test came back in like the fourth fifth inning or whatever and they're like Let's just let's let it roll. Nobody's going to know the exact time it came in. And as soon as, you know, it doesn't matter anymore, we'll uh, we'll call go ahead and give it the call. Um, their, their phones were on silent. And so they, yeah, they, just, they, just, they just didn't know. <laughs> well, I mean, what's the, the there's got to be. I may, we make fun of the NFL for like they're kind of making this up on the fly. Even if he gets an inconclusive, at least do what they can't. Can't they get their hands on those rapid tests where you learn your now I know those aren't hundred percent accurate, but at least like say they do one of those and they already have one inclusive and then that one comes back positive. At that point, just it just seems risk, silly yeah. that you might be throwing out a guy that's positive. You've yeah. done this whole bubble, you've already gone through it all. I know it's game six of the World Series, but there's gotta be some kind of written plan. Well, and then, I don't know. And then, and then how does he get back out the on the field? Yeah, how yeah, does he, he get he's there? He's back on the field. Someone's got to physically be in the way, right? Like the, mask, literally... the mask is somehow helping when he's already positive. But then he had the mask off for the picture and where he's, he's hugging yeah, Dave he Roberts. <laughs> he so. kissed his wife on the field and I'm like, wait, didn't we just say that he tested positive? Shouldn't he probably not be kissing people and hugging people? Well, I mean, uh, his I wife's know. probably going to catch yeah. it regardless, right? Right. As long as his kiss doesn't spray a lot of liquid out, you know, the sides. So I'll say this. Yeah. You know, (laughs) it wouldn't have bothered me as much if he'd have gone out there, taken the picture with his mask on with everybody, then gotten out. Yeah, exactly. Hang around, grab the trophy, do this, all the stuff and pass it around. Oh, man. Well, and that's the other thing is like, I hate it for the dude because, you know, um, you you want to be out there just partying with your boys. I mean, it's the World Series. There's nothing bigger. I mean, yeah. Uh, so I feel for it. I get that, but as far but as I know, would, none of us have won a, a world championship. 
in any in any major sport. So um, I cannot no. say how he's feeling. <laughs> I yeah, like I guess, boy, that's tough. But yeah. but at least be out there in your mask. At the very least, very don't true. don't yeah. let yeah. that thing leave your face for a second. Yeah. And yeah. now, I mean, I don't know. It, it's the off season, so what's the MLB? They don't even have to do anything yeah. about it, really. Well, so, so they tested Ray, the Rays and play and the Dodgers players last night, and then Wednesday morning. So Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, they all came back negative. That's good. But we do know this virus works to where they could pop positive on Friday yep. or Thursday or Saturday. Yeah. So. It's, I, I did see yeah. the MLB did put out a statement. Let me see. It is clear that ter- they talk they, in the statement. They talk about how once they realize he's positive, they try to uh, put them away from everyone and put them in solidation or whatever. And they said it is clear that Turner chose to disregard the agreed upon joint protocols and the instructions he was given regarding the safety and protection of others. When MLB security raised the matter of being on the field with Turner, he emphatically refused to comply, and he wanted. To, now, like y'all said, I was talking. Me and Pop's talking about this. It's hard to tell a guy he's, and they've been at the World Series a couple of times, yeah. and he hasn't won. So it's hard to tell a guy he finally got it, and it's like, okay, well, good job, but don't go celebrate. Right, stay back yeah. here in the yeah. locker room yeah. behind this closed door. It's hard to stay but, in solidation. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're supposed to let that one go. You're supposed to not, not yeah. run that back up. That, to me, that statement tells me that the MLB might throw down a little punishment on old Turner. Oh, that's a 10-day suspension at the start of the 21 season. I'd say make him be a trash can in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, yeah. Which is worse. Uh, well, anyway, I know which is worse. Which, that's not even a good <laughs> yeah, statement. We yeah, this COVID that. thing is worse because <laughs> it's a threat to live. And, but, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, as I, as we wrap up the MLB thing, I do. I I wanted to ask you guys. Watching it, I felt like I I thought to myself, Mookie Betts might be the best player in baseball. Now I don't know as much, but would y'all is he? He's in the conversation. Would you say Jacob is he the best player in baseball, or just in the conversation? It's so tough because it's such a like. I mean, it's just like saying it's just like I guess any sport like best player. Does that mean offensively, defense, defensively, overall? Like, do I compare him against pitchers? Who don't even really get to hit? I, that's tough. I would say if you don't include pitchers, he's probably. I would say he's the most overall talented player I've seen out there. Defensively hitting, running, his speed dominated the World Series. That run he had in yeah. Game Six. I don't know if many guys I get that run exactly. I, he is literally a five-tool player, and you could easily see why they paid him what they did. Now, why the why the Red Sox weren't willing to yeah. pay him, I will never understand. But they, yeah, so I yeah I I would agree. I think honestly, yeah, I it, nobody else comes to mind that can do the five the five tools that he has. You kind of agree. I see you nodding over there, Jake uh, Tony. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. I think he's taken over the mantle from uh, Mike Trout. I think Trout uh, was that guy for several years. Harper just never did was able to. Um, well, first stay healthy and 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 round out his hitting so he didn't hit for he didn't hit for an average. But Trout was the last guy to be able to do that. Now Mookie is I I I don't think there's any doubt going forward he's probably that guy. Now that that Randy Orozarena may have I a shot say, at him we here might, in a couple. We might just he looked pretty we'll awesome. See. Yeah, we'll see. He just he was hitting things. He just. Lord have mercy. He's he, hitting sliders two inches off the plate out of the park by just flicking his wrists. It's just amazing. We're not going to get into the mechanics of hitting right now, but boy, like things that would just make it look like that ball probably shouldn't have gone anywhere, and it's just flying out the park. Flying away. And so, 
it, as a Rays fan, it was very fun to watch him. As a as somewhat of a Cardinals fan too, it's sad to know why they traded him. So I don't know, but he. I expect big things from him in the upcoming years because he handled the pressure of breaking records pretty easily too. So, yeah, I, don't yeah, know. I think statistically, isn't he like the best postseason hitter of all time? He, like technically, he holds the hits record, home runs record, and uh, total bases. I believe total bases. Yeah, yeah. So, sounds yeah. And sounds pretty the, good. That's why the Rays lost. He hit ten home runs and only had fourteen RBIs. Exactly. There was they nobody could, on base. They <laughs> tried so many different lineups. RBIs, they tried so many different lineups. People hitting in front of him, behind him. Like somebody get on base, or if he gets on, you better hit him in. Mm-hmm. They just couldn't do it. But yeah. yeah, Randy Rosarina, and you're right about Mike Trout. I don't know why I totally forgot about Mike Trout. And you know, the biggest thing for Mike Trout is he's just never he's never gotten that opportunity. place on the Angels. Yeah, he's never gotten that opportunity yeah. to be in the spotlight of the World Series. Like. Yeah. We have no idea what he could do, and so it just—I know I'm not gonna say he could steal bases like Mookie Betts, but boy, he's he's also up there. So if I yeah. could, the Angels, L.A. get the other team in there, like do this. <laughs> I want to see combo him. team. <laughs> if, just looking at uh, futures bets, so the Dodgers are the favorites to win it right now in the next World Series. The Rays are the number four team, plus one thousand to win yeah. the World Series. Is that a crazy bet? It's not as crazy as the plus. 1600 I took in July of this year. So, <laughs> oh boy, that'd have been nice. Yeah, would have been so very you were, nice. <laughs> so I knew you were rooting for the Rays. I didn't know you were really I was, I was rooting for the Rays. Money that plays for them. So I was like, well, why not? But yeah, yeah. I mean, they have they're they're a young team. Besides, I think Charlie Morton might be the oldest, like I guess key players. So yeah, they should be bringing a yeah. lot of guys back. That bullpen's young. That's for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, Dodgers. They got all the money in the world. They can do whatever they. Like go by my All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up some. I'm glad. I'm glad we got time to talk some baseball because I really did get into this World Series. It was fun to watch, and I knew you yeah. guys were Good. were all all yeah. into it. So I'm glad we got some time to talk about. It. Now let's shift over to the NFL, and here we go. Where do we start? Um, let's just go ahead. If we're looking at the power rankings of who won the. Uh, Brady leaving Patriots. It looks like Brady is way ahead above Belichick right now. Um, what do y'all think about Brady? Brady's playing pretty good, Tony. I mean, that team looks pretty solid. You know, this is a Jekyll Hyde because they cost us a big parlay win. He screwed up weekend. our parlay, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, I put uh, that more on the Raiders than the Bucks. So the Raiders kind of screwed us. Absolutely. Up. <laughs> show but up. you know, uh, uh, no, it's interesting how Brady and, and he's been like this his whole career. He has what is considered to be one of his worst days ever, and he comes back and has one of his best days ever. You know, that's what makes him Brady and what makes him the goat. And uh, so, um, yeah, when they're on fire, they're 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 pretty good. And I'll say this: if Leonard Fournette stays healthy and they're able to run the ball, a power running game, it they will all of a sudden become the favorite in the NFC. Uh, Although whoever comes out of the West, I still think is the other other side of that uh, equation. And I mean, it's it's worth noting, regardless of how you feel about the person as a human being, they're going to eventually replace Scotty Miller for Antonio freaking Brown. Yeah, you have to think that's an upgrade, yeah. right, for the yeah, offense right. at least talent wise. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I the know. amount of money Scotty people have Miller. given up to get rid of that guy, I don't know that he's actually got the talent that. <laughs> well, we've never. No one's ever questioned the talent, though. I think it's it's it's, well, it's I mean, in between I, the ears. The, the thing is, can you question. get the talent on the field? 
If you yeah, can get it true. on the field, then he's worth it. Yeah. Right? I'm wondering, is he replacing Scotty Miller or is he replacing Chris Godwin while he's still just dealing with all these injuries? Because Scotty Miller's been pretty solid in replacing He just all had these six guys. catches for 100 yards and a touchdown. Brady, yeah. seemed, you know, Brady likes his little his white receiver. He, does. he always he finds a one. Like he's he's yeah. the deep threat, isn't he? Scotty Miller? He seems like it. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. A, that one pass he hit Scotty Miller pretty That's deep. That's not Antonio like Brown's game. That was beautiful. So. I, and, yeah, and if you look at the uh, the Bucks, they've still got, um, you know, uh, uh, O.J. Howard went down. Gronk's kind of rounding out into shape. He's but Evans is at 80%. He's still not 100% healthy. Godwin's only played two full games so far. Yeah. Something like that. And he's going to be out for another couple weeks. I mean, they're kind of putting it together. Fournette missed, you know, three or four weeks after being in. I, you know, and we know their defense is, is fairly good. So we'll see if they can keep keep from having a major, major injury on the defensive side. Um. I think they've yeah. they've kind of taken over that lead. I saw so Tony. Yeah, I saw oh, the I saw the Antonio Brown move as more of a, a depth piece. Like we have all yeah. these injuries at this receiving core, we can't we can't afford another one. So we had to bring some. Well, up. and with what they're paying him, I mean, if he comes back and all he is Antonio Brown, yeah. the guy that was best yeah. in football. Well, yeah, great. If he's not, then they're, they're like LJ said, they're paying a lot less to get rid of him than the Patriots. Correct. Had to do, you're, right. so. you're not paying top dollar for top value. You're paying bottom dollar for. a chance to be that top value <laughs> which yeah. gets me to another addition that someone uh, a contender got on the cheap uh, we got to see a little bit of Le'Veon Bell I don't think we have to tell much from that game I don't <sighs> I don't know if LJ wants to talk about this game uh they the Chiefs made my cover I think I, I think we got them at like Ooh. minus seven and they covered that pretty easily you could have gotten um, any number there and it would have been fine <laughs> yeah uh, the Chiefs didn't look great. In that. I mean, they, somehow they scored they scored forty three points, and Mahomes had a not a good game. Like no. I didn't even notice him really do much at all. Does that tell you have, have teams kind of figured out the Chiefs? Because the what was it? The Raiders beat them, which I think the Raiders just had their best game. The, the Patriots kind of contained Mahomes a little bit. The Bills contained Mahomes kind of. He didn't go crazy. It, is, or is that or is that win more impressive to you because it shows? They're finding other ways to win. Because I think if, if all things to consider, Mahomes probably gets back. I mean, I'm not worried about him. It's definitely the second one there. <laughs> not that I'm okay. biased or anything, but I think maybe a tad, but I think you're right. <laughs> watching that game, it was he it was one of, it just happened to be the, a, a scripted where Clyde Edwards Hilaire was feeling it. Like he it was the same thing we For saw with Aaron Rodgers and drafting Jordan Love. Like they they brought Bell in and he rose to the challenge. He was he was running hard, and I think I never ever bet against the the Chiefs in a snow game, ever. That's what I've learned. If it's snowing any amount, you cannot bet against them. But yeah, the it just it was not game scripted for him to need to put all the pressure on him. He didn't have to throw for four hundred yards and five touchdowns. Their defense looked good. Special teams had a special teams touchdown. It was. I know LJ, you don't want to talk about it, but. <laughs> Pring, Pringle was the man, anyways. Oh, my but God. It, Pringle think, and Sorensen can Byron, just go to hell. Sorensen <laughs> is the key. He's the key. <laughs> He's good. He's good. Uh, what do they call him? Was, like Dirty Dan yeah, or something? Yeah, Dirty Dan. He's, uh, it, it, it was just, I think it just wasn't game scripted. for They didn't They didn't have to rely on him to, to really commit to the whole offense. The whole offense had to run through him this one time. They were, they were, the game flow, they were winning just fine with that. Which is weird to say. Like, you're paying this guy five hundred million dollars for ten years, and you don't need him to throw three touchdowns and four hundred yards to win the game. 
But well, when you don't, don't use it though. I mean, that's don't. Right, yeah. Did they get yeah. that money back? I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> LJ are at just watching that game. I know the weather wasn't good, so that might have something to do. Drew Locke didn't look like a starting quarterback at times. And I like Drew Locke. I don't know. I mean, we're not sure. Okay. I, I, I like Drew Locke. I think he's good. Um, I think they're dealing with a lot of injuries. I think Melvin Gordon's probably not the brightest bulb. Um, and so, I mean, there's a lot going on. I didn't on understand that, that signing in the first place. And also, I, Lindsay, say it again. I didn't understand that signing in the first place. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't love it. Day, I don't know why Philip Lindsay isn't out there most of the time. Um, and Noah Fant's clearly dealing with something pretty big. Yeah. So he's been open. He was open all game long and Drew wasn't hitting him. Drew, my buddy Drew. Wasn't hitting him <laughs> all uh, all night long, so or all afternoon long. So um, I think I wouldn't take too much away from this game. Um, I also think that I wouldn't take too much away from the Broncos this year. I mean, this is this is more them figuring each other out than than them trying to put a play out there for the playoffs or anything like that. So, um, but Van, is Fangio safe this year, job wise? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think I, you know, I, I but talk, we're not sure. I know we're starting to get a little skeptical over there. I talked mad trash at the beginning because that was our overreactions. I think, <laughs> I think he's good. I think that, I mean, he's got a, he's got some things to figure out, but that team is, I think going to be trending upward as the year goes on. Uh, if they're not, then maybe we have this conversation again, but they really do look like they're starting to put some things together. Um, it's just, I mean, they were playing against probably the best team in the NFL right now. So um, hard to compare them to anything with that. Yeah. I do think though the Broncos to get better next year because I actually the little time I've seen Chubb, I think Chubb's good. And if you get Von Miller back, we already know a defense looks awesome when you have two yeah. good edge rushers. So I'd like to see Vanjo as a defensive coach with all his defenders well, out there. And then it's hard to be in or out on lock right and, now. And let's talk about the teams that they've lost to so far. They've lost to the Titans, the Steelers, the Buccaneers, and the Chiefs. I mean. That's a pretty decent set of and teams. And they were close with, I think, the Steelers and Titans, maybe. And the like Buc- some of those Well, yeah, no, close. Steelers were within five and Titans were within two. So, um, yeah. and they beat the Patriots. They were seven, 18 points down on the Bucks, and uh, no one needs to hear all the numbers. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear them, LJ. I want to hear them. <laughs> it's, it's reasonable. I mean, you know, they're not, they're not good, but they're not terrible either. Uh, yeah. That's my thought. Tone, did you walk away from that game? I got. I guess yeah. we've all we've all interjected, but you walk from away from that game, going the Chiefs are as good as you thought. Like they're still the favorites in the AFC. No, it didn't. It didn't really impact me. It as didn't far change. As it shouldn't. It shouldn't were. move yeah, the needle. That yeah. game shouldn't matter. I got. A, I got a little love for you later, LJ. I'll just say it like that. But um, <laughs> okay. you know, I um, yeah. I, to 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 say to kind of uh, back up uh, prestige worldwide. I, I think you're looking at the Chiefs trying to become a more balanced team and I think they realize even though they're Super Bowl champions they realize that everybody is now that's why they go get Lev Bell yeah and that's why they draft uh CEH in the yeah. first round is they realize that they've got to have balance and uh, and so for the next one two three years they can't just rely on Mahomes and, and you know understand five games last year they didn't have him at full strength and so uh I, I think they've really built that and it looks <laughs> it looks really good it's and scary. I'm telling you yeah, I'm telling you right now, Lev Bell's first game in five, six weeks, and he averages six yards a carry. Watch out. Now, he looked like he out. had the pop. Well, he looked like the the what you get when you leave Adam Gase offense. All of a sudden, he looked a little more athletic. He looked a little stronger. Well, absolutely. You, you know who they played next week, right? The, the, Jets, the Jets, right? He's, he's, he, he gets to play the team that. 
That's probably so disgusting. <laughs> What's yeah? I don't know. So, I want to look up nineteen and a half. Is that, is, nineteen yeah. and a half. Yeah, don't look it up. It's yeah, not. I saw twenty. If if you play a little daily fantasy out there, ladies and gentlemen, you might want to put Le'Veon Bell on your team. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, it's going to be gross. Yeah, to wrap a bow on, I'm with all, but with everything y'all are saying. I think the chief, the Chiefs right now are just doing the thing where they already know what they can do with Mahomes. They're trying to figure out Mahomes. They're trying to be just in case Mahomes has that off day that happens once, and I don't know if you know if we've seen one, but yeah. if it ever happens, they want to figure out can we win another way. And I think they're kind of proving themselves. Okay, we can pound if we need to pound it. We can do the Mahomes if we need the Mahomes. We add defense. Right. So I, I like where the Chiefs are at. Let, Tony, let me start with you. The big win, just an, either a notable win that told you about either gave you a good feeling about a team or you got a little nervous. Just a big win from last week. Boy, there was a couple of them, and I don't want to, you know, really uh, – I'm going to leave it out there for a couple of, 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 <laughs> of folks uh, that might want to get the one they really thought. But, boy – Pick one uh, and others. It was, yeah, I really like I, – I think the um, – I really did like that uh, Cardinals uh, beating the Seahawks. I thought that was a great game. That's a I big one. Cardinals, it was it was fun to watch. Play. That's for sure. I'm so glad they flexed that to the night game. And here's the reason I say it's a big game is it's not necessarily because the Cardinals beat the Seahawks. It's the fact that the NFC West once again established that that they are the best division in football. Yeah, and because. Right. For the Cardinals to be able to come in, uh, to for the Seahawks to come into Arizona and not be able to just waylay them tells you, hey, this is a good division. And and both San Francisco and the Rams both went out and uh, and took care of business in their games. Uh, it, I just that to me said a lot about about that division. Even though you know now you've got a you no longer have an undefeated team, but Lord have mercy, they've got some talent out there. Yep. Oh yeah. Do, so, do you see them? Are they going to make the playoffs? You think? I, yeah, because I, I think the whole NFC West makes the playoffs because too. of the additional team. Yeah. So I, the only way they make it though, that means you're you're saying either the Saints or Bucks probably don't make it in their division, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree I with probably. That. I pro- I think I'd agree. And the Cardinals to me right Pack now are Bears. a better team than one of them's got. I don't think out. the Bears are very good. I think I tend to agree, but um, they've got the record right now. Yeah. Right, and the yeah. way you make the playoffs is win the like you're gonna have just just stack up some wins where you can, and they did stack up five wins early, and now they don't really have to be great to get in. They just need to be well. Okay. They might because yeah. even the Niners are knocking on that door right now, the injury ridden yeah. Niners. So yeah, well, well they're a tough team. That so that might get to the the LJ. What's your what's your big win from the week? That might segue right into. I don't know. Well, no, I mean uh, that that was a big win. That was a nice big win. But I think there was only one real game that I was paying attention to this week, and I think it's the one we were all you know thinking about. Is uh, the Steelers are the only undefeated team left in in the NFL, and uh, that's a big I, win. I mean, I actually think the Titans look pretty damn good too, um, especially at the end of that game. Were it not for Goskowski, we would have gotten to see some overtime in probably the biggest game of the week, but. Um, it was a good game. It was a tough game, um, and they both look like contenders. But the Steelers are a better team. Um, well, so what, interestingly what, wait, about that guy, wait, game, LJ, hold on. did you see the guy who tried to up. lose it for the Steelers? The guy, who, Big Ben was Big Ben was awful in the second half. There were like three interceptions when the game was over. Well, like I've said, when there's not an open wide receiver, he doesn't know how to do it. But uh, but the rest of that team carries him. So. Um, <laughs> I mean, this it is funny. It is funny, Tone. I think I'm on yeah, the other side from LJ yeah, that yeah. I do think Big Ben's all right. But 
It is crazy. His receiving core is fantastic. Like I, I love his receiving core. Yet again, they've found a I'm bunch of I'm telling you guys, players. find me a play where Roethlisberger fits it into a tight pocket. I mean, find me more than one a week. It just doesn't did, happen did, very often. Did, did you not watch last week's game and Chase Claypool? Have you heard of this guy? Have you heard of Roethlisberger pinpointing a pass 60 yards down the field? So Chase Claypool <laughs> running at 122 miles an hour. All right. Catches I missed this the ball one. and runs in the end zone. That's pretty fast. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's – that might be a little off on the speed. Sorry, my, lose, lose my your credibility point. there. My desk, my desk there there is a little bit like what came – like the Sorry. chicken or the egg type of thing. Like are the receivers awesome because Big Ben helps them? Or the, I think it's a little bit of both. But No, yeah. you got to credit Big Ben at some point. I think. Yeah. Well, you don't have to. You don't I have don't. to, LJ. No, I don't. Liv's not here to say it, but – it first ballot Hall of Famer. I, I just don't know how we don't get around that. I mean, I, <laughs> I just can't stand you. No, that's, <laughs> hey, uh, that was a great pick on that on the game of the week, though. I, that took a lot I of courage. I think the Steelers are a viable so team for. It. I think we all kind of mentioned the Chiefs as he underthrew Claypool. Come on now, Claypool had to slow up to get that one. Whatever, shut up. Are the are the Steelers is in an argument for best team in the AFC? Jacob, I know who you're leaning towards, but it's an argument. They're six and zero. It's an argument because I, I'll tell you right now, we will find we will find out this week. Spoiler alert: there they might be what, what I'll talk about at the end of this. They got the Ravens, but, right? Isn't correct. They got Ravens they got Steelers? they're at the Ravens. It's a big game, but I I I think that defense is very scary. They could blow up at any point. That defense and hold you down. But yeah. It's one of those things where that receiving core for the Steelers can just blow up at any point. Deontay Johnson, when he's when he's healthy and on the field for them, there's he might have, be the best one on there. And they're, so they're many, really yeah, good. They have we like we have we have talked so much this year about Chase Claypool, especially in fantasy. So Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, no one has talked about Juju Smith Schuster once at all throughout this year, and he's I mean he's still there, so. He's somebody you can, and I actually you, still kind of like James Washington. Him. Like I don't yeah, think yeah, James Washington's well, terrible you either. You can't forget yes. about him. Like it, this is one yeah. of the best receiving cores, especially now with Claypool presenting himself as how he, how he has. Yeah. It's one of the best receiving cores in the NFL by far. So yeah, I, yeah. yeah. He, whether Big Ben needs to pinpoint it or not, that receiving core is dangerous. James Conner is still, when healthy, is a workhorse back for them. So I. I, I would love to see them play against the Patriots or against the Chiefs in the AFC Championship instead of damn Patriots, which is highly unlikely right now. So that's highly nice. unlikely. But I, according to Kevin, he's got money on the Dolphins to win that East. So right. you know, yes, sir. <laughs> if John uh, is playing the way he does, he's got a chance. Yeah. Before we go to the next big win, I do. I we we talked about that. You mentioned that Cardinal Seahawks game, and I just I'd be remiss if we didn't at least bring up how impressive it was that DK Metcalf running down. Buda oh Baker. my yeah. god! <laughs> it gave me shades of who was it? LJ was it Benjamin Watson that did it to Champ yep, Bailey? Chasing down Champ Bailey. Yep. Oh man, classic the, play. The I, camera it showed of D, it really. You know what that play showed me is sometimes was, I kind of scoff at forty times when we're like four three nine. Oh well, he also whoa. what about that four four five? Well, Buda Baker ran a four four five. And DK Metcalf ran like a four three two, I think. And we know it. which one looked faster. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. and, and Daniel Jones runs a five two. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, you ran fast. So ran interestingly, fast. though, I'm glad you mentioned yeah. that. So I saw the next gen stats showed that yep. DK Metcalf ran twenty two point six four miles per hour when he ran down Buda Baker. Daniel Jones on the 80-yard run where he tripped up and got tackled by the turf monster, he ran 21.23 miles per hour. So 
Boy, the fastest any quarterback so. has run this year, including the one that was a running back. <laughs> so, so, yeah, to quote to quote a guy I know, when a red wasp is behind you, you're running. <laughs> and Daniel Jones was running like a red wasp was after him. He was scared. You can see it in his eyes. Well, he eyes. also he, he ran like the red wasp got him at the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the red wasp did get him. Just got him right there in the buttocks. Yeah, I did him. All right, Jacob. Who do you got? Who's your Who's your win? I think both. Everybody, uh, the Steelers were a great one. Cardinals were a great one. So now that those are taken, I'm gonna go Saints. Uh, I I think that was a big win for the Saints, just because you're without Michael Thomas, you're without Emmanuel Sanders. Drew Brees had to put it basically on him, Alvin Kamara, and they came away with a big win against the Panthers, who are not an easy win. Like that, the Panthers no. team they they've showed a lot of stuff this year that they can compete and. The Saints really, if they're going to have any shot at trying to get into this playoffs, if they cannot overcome the Bucks and win that division, they have to win at home and they have to win as many games as they can just because of how well that division in that conference. I thought that was a big win for them. So, hey, can, can I disagree with Prestige Worldwide for a second? Well, by, of course. Are you sure? That's what's on here, right? See, I disagree with that because the Saints just got by – uh, the Panthers and uh, the the Panthers had the opportunity to win that game and, and for me I, I it really showed if they didn't win by seven or ten points at, at, at that level I'm concerned about the Saints and and Michael Thomas notwithstanding that's a whole other podcast what the if if he's been reading Terrell Owens's book or something, I don't know. Yeah, so apparently he's <laughs> yeah. kind of maybe wanting to be traded. Is that I don't what know. What's he's got a hamstring strain. Grade one hamstring strain right now, apparently. Yeah. There but was he's also punching out cornerbacks. Yeah. So I don't know if, if you know, once you catch 130 balls, it affects your brain or something. I don't know. But <laughs> uh, he needs to be careful. But I'm concerned about the Saints. And, and even though they did, it's true they've won, but I am concerned about them. Well, I'm just curious. Okay. Why that, so, why does that concern real quick, you from though? both of y'all, can I get an answer from both of y'all? Yeah. Do you think they make the playoffs, Jacob? The Saints? Saints. Yeah. I think they do. And Tony? No. Interesting. I'm torn. All right. LJ, what do you got? Let's let's go ahead and get all let's I'm I'm with the NFC West takes the entire wild card ring of the playoffs, and I think the Bucks win the NFC South. So no, I don't think the Saints make it. I like where Jacob's going with it to the extent that if Michael Thomas, if they get Michael Thomas back at the offense, they're still four and two. And you got to think that gets them better. And I think they, they stack up enough wins to get there. But that's also saying, I don't know what the hell's going on with Michael Thomas. Like, that's weird. This whole thing's been really odd. And they rely a lot on Kamara in both the run and pass. That defense has not been the defense I thought they were going to be. Maybe they also get better. That's true. They scare me. I, they still got to play the Falcons twice. So yeah, that's, that's, that's I'm, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at divisions like that. That NFC West, they have to eventually just beat up on each other. And then. True. Like you look who the Saints play, it's mainly Tampa Bay and the Panthers, and then I don't understand why this isn't a big win because the Panthers are not a bad. We're talking about the Panthers are going to be my money we're maker talking all year because Vegas does not respect them enough. No, and they're a good team, Jake. We're You're right; up, they're good. We're talking up the NFC. We're talking up this NFC West, and yet, oh, who beat the Cardinals by ten points? Oh, the Panthers did. What are we? What are we talking about here? Like, all right, everybody, all right. everybody sneaks up on everybody. I'm just saying. That a Panthers team without Christian McCaffrey and Mike Davis is and looking, that team beat the Cardinals. Tired. 
Yeah. Well. Yeah. And the 49ers. <laughs> yeah. Like, what I'm with you, Tony. I, they're making good points. I don't care. I'm not hearing it. I'm not hearing it. Yeah. I, I and I like the Panthers. I really do. And obviously, part of parlay. And it got me some money last week that I had a parlay with it the afternoon. But you know, I they've still got. You know, let's see. Uh, and and I will say that they got uh, lucky, and uh, the Saints beat the Buccaneers in that first game of the year. So you know, as he does very often, Prestige Worldwide makes some very good points, and I think maybe that the Saints are are the the team that that uh, you know competes with the NFC West for that last for that last playoff spot. For for my win this week, I'll go. I think I'm sticking with the obvious one. I think all y'all, any of y'all could have went with this one. It's easy. The 49ers just really impressed. I don't know if it's that the yeah. Patriots are bad. I think it's part of that. Like our overreactions, LJ. We might have uh, all the all the tweets and all the overreactions. Like, how did 31 teams pass up on Cam Newton? Maybe Cam Newton's <laughs> not good. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. He has been bad, and maybe it has some. I don't. I feel like the because of COVID-19 is kind of an excuse. I don't know, but because I we still don't know what that virus does. But he has been bad since returning. And yeah. the defense hasn't been much better. And the 49ers, coached by Mike Shanahan, or no, was that Kyle Shanahan? I don't know. They just put a different running back in and they run for 100 <laughs> yards every damn week. I just, it is insane. Jeff Wilson Jr. ran for 112 yards and three touchdowns, and now he's hurt. So I don't know. I guess yeah. Tevin Coleman <laughs> comes back maybe. I don't know, but I don't mind him. They're still going to yeah. run for 100 yards. He's designated to return. Yeah, that team and now Debo Samuel's hurt. They've been killed with injuries, but yeah. that team, Kyle Shanahan's just a really good coach. Maybe, yeah, maybe the best coach in the NFL. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, there's Andy Reid's out there like like raising his yeah. arms up, but <laughs> I, Shanahan and the 49ers just impressed me because I was ready. I think two weeks ago, I was ready. I didn't quite write him off, but I was like, they're now going into a stretch where they play a bunch of really good teams back to back to back to back. And so far, they started out that one that stretch two and zero. Oh, so. That's yeah. where you want to be. That's where you want to um, be. I don't know if they can make the playoffs, though, just because that, that division stuff. But they're 3-0 in that division. Yeah. So, they're, yeah. I don't know. That, that's just that win really impressed me. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I do want to ask you guys, though, are we... Is anybody ready to write off Bill Belichick and the Patriots for this season? Or is everybody ready? Oh, for this season? Know. For the season. Yes. For the season. season. Yes. For the season. I, I yeah. highly see Bill Belichick's mind just spinning like, oh, if we can get the fifth or sixth pick in this draft, and then we just swap with the Jets for number one, get Trevor Lawrence. Like, 
The, if, well, and the, with the Jets, heard, really, with the Jets, have, they've had to deal with the Patriots having a goat quarterback for twenty years. Are they going to trade the number one pick and possibly give? You're them acting like the Jets make good decisions. Yeah, like, yeah. That is, you're <laughs> acting like the Jets make good decisions on a regular basis. Yeah, true. I mistook them for a team that's smart. I don't know why I did that. Oh, we can't assume smart. that every NFL team that gets paid millions and millions of dollars makes good decisions. No, no. That is a fair point. <laughs> well, and and I also heard that uh, that. I don't remember who said it, but it was absolutely accurate that that the depth of the Patriots is showing through. They've had so many people decline to come for this season mm-hmm. for, due to COVID reasons. They've also had a lot of people have to sit out of games for COVID reasons. Yeah. I mean, their depth is is really showing through right now more than more than their talent level and more than their coaching ability. I mean, it's that's what we talk about in the NFL is the team that wins the Super Bowl is the least hurt. And when you count people sitting out the season, the the Patriots started out pretty hurt. So yeah, yeah, and. It, it, they're one of those. They, they, they. A lot of people are rattling off the. I'm not gonna rattle off the Bill Belichick picks, but it is interesting. The articles are coming out. If you look at his first round and second round picks, the last like ten years, there's not a whole lot of really good players. A lot of those guys who are out of league are not very good on this year's team. I.e., Sony Michelle and Nikhil Harry. I almost wonder if Tom Brady learned from the best and built. We always credit Bill Belichick as one of those guys that gets rid of you right before you fall off. Did Brady go, this team is awful. I'm getting out of here because it doesn't matter how good I am, and I know I'm 45 or whatever, but I'm going to get out of here because this team's bad. And it looks like he's on a much talent, more talented squad now at Tampa Bay. Well, and he didn't have like a, a couple of years to figure out, you know, whether the teams were sticking around. That's an interesting point. You know, get out when, yeah. Stephon Gilmer just put his house up for sale in New England. I don't know if we're buying it. <laughs> <anything. laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting. Are they going to tank, trade Gilmore, go ahead and get more Gilmore? November 3rd is right around the corner. If there's any time to ever look into people selling houses, it's right now in New England. (laughs) Tony, what did you think about the Patriots? Wow, yeah. So here's my whole take on on everything. I've never seen Bill Belichick lose his cool on the sideline like he did this past game. He was yelling. Unless there's a surface pro involved. He was, yeah. He was was running – down the sidelines, yelling at people, throwing it. It was amazing. Yeah. He has lost control. I've never seen Bill Belichick lose control of a football team, and he has lost control of this one. And uh, I, I, it's it's amazing to watch. Uh, it, the the funny thing is, he could turn it in a minute, you know. But because uh, you can't you can't deny that it's it's one of those things that scares you to write him off because yeah he could turn it around but yeah but maybe boy. maybe it's just maybe it's just tough to lose a Hall of Fame quarterback and now you can't film the other team's practices you know that kind of that that that'll hurt you it was sure <laughs> it was sure fun to watch him uh, channel Bill Parcells on the sideline you know there's all that talk about how he's a Bill Parcells you know uh, 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 coaching tree. Uh, guy yeah. and man, he was screaming and hollering and running. It was just I've never seen him do that. So that tells me this this has never happened. It is also fun to get the shots in on the Patriots because it's been oh, twenty yeah. years where I've always known if I try oh, to yeah. take a shot, right. then there's going to be one coming back at me. And I kind of feel yeah. like I might be safe right now. I feel like I might be safe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to a team, a big loss, something that really right. told you a lot about this past week. Jacob, who do you got? I'm gonna go a little bit against. The topic, I guess. I'm not gonna go big loss. That's fine. I'm gonna go make your own topic. I'm gonna go worst win. Boy, the Bills. Like, what is going on? <laughs> this is like three straight weeks of just bad play by Josh Allen. I feel That's like, a good point. and yeah, I mean, thank goodness they're playing in that division with the, the the Jets and the Patriots, and then the Miami's right there 
two games back, I believe. But he is. They just looked. If you can only beat the Jets by eight and only score eighteen, I think if eighteen to ten, I believe the score was. That yep. is yep. that is very bad, and so it, that has me worried about the Bills. And so I just think that was that was a bad that was a bad win, my book. Yeah, our, LJ, I know you kind of been. I think before, and a lot of people jumped on the Josh Allen when he started falling out to start the year. And I'm still on the. I think I'm by, by doing that futures bet on Tua. I think that was me going. I'm just not buying Josh Allen. What are you nervous about the Bills, or is that just they're playing the Jets? Or like, we can get out of here without even really showing up. You know, here's what I'm saying: is that the Jets are the get right game for everybody. <laughs> they've been messed up. They've been out of sync. You got to get right against the Jets. You got to get <laughs> your confidence back, and then they're going to go and they're going to shove it to the Patriots, and then they're going to be a good team again. That's what I see happening. I'm calling it right now. That's my lock of the week. So. That uh, that minus three that the Bills are getting against the Patriots. Um, wonderful. I'll take it all day. Um, I think they're a solid team that's just had a, had a bad streak. That's all I'm saying. Kevin, you know, you, you, keep, you keep mentioning the two of us like starting. Honestly, that's probably one of the best things that could have happened for the Bills because Ryan Fitzpatrick was yeah. looking pretty damn good. And so the fact you not that Tua can't be better, but we just don't know. You at least know that Brian Fitzpatrick was leading that team pretty well. So the Bills are like, wow, Tua could not just some – he's a rookie. You just never know. And so that's actually probably better for the Bills that he's starting now. I I don't – you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick wasn't he, – he was having a good year at, up until the point, but they benched him after that Jets game. They did win 24-0, to zero, so I guess it was a good win. Fitzpatrick wasn't just fantastic in that game. Threw for 190 yards, three touchdowns, but two interceptions. Like, I don't think Fitzpatrick's bad. I just – I really like two in Alabama, and then I thought he was going to be a good pro quarterback. And that hip injury is freaky. If he's healthy, which that could be a big if, I don't know. I have, I have no doubt I your that point. he is going to be a – very good I won't say great but at least a very because I haven't seen him yet but a very good quarterback in the NFL without just based on athleticism alone but he is a rookie and so the fact that I don't know true. I would we'll, we'll, I also see Justin Herbert as a rookie that's playing true. awesome but, so hey, it doesn't and Tony told me that team right. is tough down there if in Miami we go through every rookie quarterback that's, that's played we can get this get through some duds and so you, you, you're not wrong LJ, I just want to throw this out to you before we get before you get too high on the Bills there. I was just looking at the Jets so far. They've only come within 10 points twice this year, and they were both against the Buffalo Bills. It's, it's get right That includes season, the Broncos. That includes is. the Broncos who beat them by 11. <laughs> they, they play Carver. up to their competition. So, yeah. Bill, there you go. There you go. Well, but I do, I do like that pick, though, Jacob. That, that win was one of those that kind of go, huh? Only scored 18 against the Jets? Yeah. Well, it's uh, hey, I want to go on record here. It's it's my fault. It's it's my fault because three weeks ago I said Josh Allen over Kyler Murray, and I put too much. I, I put Boy, of, ever since I put a lot of pressure on Josh, and, and I know he wants to live up and, and make my picks look really good. So he is an active I, listener. I Can we get the active listener? Yeah, active <laughs> pod list. He He's from Sweden originally, so he listens to your pod. <laughs> and uh, so it's my fault. Josh, hey, when you listen this week, look, just relax, man. It's okay. I, You'll I take still, the pressure off of him? I'm still going to take you no matter what. So don't worry. Just go out there and do your thing. 
do your thing. Can we get? Do you think we can land the rights to Arms of an Angel by Sarah McLaughlin for this segment? I think, <laughs> no, I think no. we need some of that. No, 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 no. I'm a little. <laughs> I mean, I will say, Josh, I just hope Josh, when he hears that, not only did Tony sound sincere, you looked very sincere. I well, can yeah, yeah. you looked he sincere. Had so. in his hand, like yeah, I, I, you know. It, I, it pays to have him on your fantasy team. No, I don't. That's all that's talking about. It, anyway, no, I do. Don't, <laughs> yeah, shut up. Sorry, right, Uncle Tony. Who's a, who's a loss that we, I'm glad you got that Josh okay. Josh Allen guilt off your chest. But now, what's Thank a you. loss that really kind of oh okay? So I get to say this, and I know y'all want to say it, and I've been wanting to say it, but damn. <laughs> The, the Washington football team <laughs> showed us who the Cowboys really were. <laughs> Our, it gosh to mighty. The, I'm telling you right now, if the Jets, the Cowboys played, it might be a 3-3 tie. It, it's just they are that bad. It's, it, man, you talk about a team that's laid down. And, and to give McCarthy credit, whether he <laughs> survives this season or not, he got mad at his players for not standing up and beating the crap out of that guy that hit Andy Dalton and knocked him out. That just yeah. tells you where they're at. And and holy cow, just man, that was a bad. That's just a, that was a bad loss. They were they were done from the first quarter. As soon as as soon as they got whacked in the mouth, they were done. They were absolutely done. And that's where they're at right now. Yeah, I'm not saying there should have been like a all-out brawl on the field, but someone should at least shove Bostic or at least like yeah. go yeah. confront him. Like that's yeah. that's your quarterback getting smashed. And I don't think yeah. Boston Bostic went into the hit going, "I'm going to hurt you." But he has no he he's done this before. He's a hard-hitting guy, and he doesn't think about it, and he leads with his head. And if you're a, if you're an offensive lineman, I don't your receiver, anybody on that team, that should bother you to see your guy just get hammered like that. And he was sliding. It wasn't like he was. You know, trying to die for a first down. I mean, he was sliding. He was giving himself up. That, yeah, that did bother me because it already looked like the Cowboys quit, and that just shows me now they don't even care about each other. I, I don't yeah. know. I really thought you would get effort after Dak got hurt, and they just don't even give effort. Like it's just not even effort. Not I bad. understand you losing without your quarterback, but to not give effort, that's just yeah. not trying. I, no. The Cowboys suck. I have decided though that I think I'm going to be the big man here. I will not. I promise. No matter what happens the rest of the way. If the Cowboys somehow start winning games, I'm not going to enjoy another Cowboys game. I promise. I don't care. <laughs> Even if they awesome. win a couple games and all of a sudden they're in the hunt and they're if they're they could be a game out of NFC East, I don't care. I'm not going to enjoy it. I enjoyed my Sunday not giving a crap what happened with the Cowboys game. It was very pleasant. So I've decided for the rest of this year, I don't want him to trade for Fitzpatrick. I don't want him to trade for Winston because I don't want to enjoy another Cowboys game. That's, that's what I've decided this year. So see, so you get to experience what Jacob got to experience. For multiple years of me just hating on the Cowboys because they were so bad. I said, I don't care. I want them to lose so I can get rid of this coach. For six, seven years, we did that. Just want them to lose because we get rid of this coach. And now, if they start winning, I will semi-enjoy it because I like Mike McCarthy. But I'm going to say this. And so, this is my last rant of the evening, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> I am so pissed off at Jerry Jones. And I know Jerry listens to this podcast, too, because he yeah. likes Arkansas. And so, he's listening. Big listener, right. yeah. He's listening. Listen, Jerry, own it. You got to own it. To walk in on a radio show oh, yeah. and talk about how you walk into a, a locker room and you see leadership, blah, 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 blah. You don't see leadership. It starts at the top, and it starts with you. It starts with Jerry and Steven and what they've done to this team. Own it. Own it. 
Own the fact that you don't have enough depth on the offensive line to be able to handle some of these injuries. Own the fact that your defensive line uh, pickups for this year, are you, you've traded one and now you release the other two. They released Worley and Poe today. It's just ridiculous. Own it. Step up and say, you know what? We screwed this up. It's terrible. We made some bad decisions. We 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 fed McCarthy a, a just a bad deal, and let's just get better. Until they do that, fuck them. He hadn't figured it out that he's the guy that it all starts with, and it's it's really pissed me off what he said this week about not seeing leadership. And now now it's like, come on, man. And he went off on the on the radio. Oh, yeah. guy. I was like, I you know what? You at know, some point, ridiculous. yeah. At some point, I don't. Maybe Jerry Jones doesn't own a mirror. But at some point, you need to you got to go. There's been one guy at the top of this thing for a while now, and there's yeah. we haven't been where we want to be for a while. Yeah, trading with some with some good quarterbacks. Say what you want about Romo or Dak, they're very adi- There's a lot of NFL teams that would love to have either one, and the Cowboys couldn't figure it out. And Jerry Jones is the one common denominator there. So I, Jerry, I know you're listening. Pay yeah, attention. Listening, We're talking Jerry. truth here. Come on, Jerry. I was somehow we blessed to not have been a Cowboys fan with my father, and so. <laughs> Uh, Same. <laughs> I don't understand how you, why you guys think he's going to change at all. I don't understand. Like he, he, you know, he's not going. to probably won't. He's not going to own up to it. You know, he's not. Like, what? Uh, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah it's, hope, it's it's not. Hope springs eternal. Yeah. Hope springs eternal. <laughs> I I guess I guess yeah, but I I do feel bad for you guys. I I actually do like the cow. Their players are good dudes. So I that's who I feel bad for. I think, though, I have to start listening to LJ because before the season started, we were singing the tune that comes around every year around (laughs) August where we're like, what do you look talent-wise? Talent for talent. Cowboys are right there. And he rolled his eyes. I was like, don't we do this every year? And they end up at some point 500. And we're like, well, they just don't play hard. Well, here we are. You know what? Yeah. You called it, LJ. I'm sorry. I li- I'm listening to you. No, I won't enjoy another game we're going to be 500. That was charitable, it turns yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was drinking the Kool Aid with that yeah. one. Five hundred leads the division. Yeah, I don't. The thing is, I, anybody in the NFC East, Philadelphia, Washington, Giants, Cowboys. Do you really want to go down in history as the first six and ten team to make the playoffs? <laughs> Do you really want that asterisk by you? Hell no. I don't. I'm hoping I for a five ten and, or a five ten and one. That's I don't want to say. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send in fake COVID tests the night before the playoffs and no. Darn, I just, we can't forfeit. We're done. Forfeit. You know, golly. It's just, I do oh, want terrible. to, um, I, I was, I, we've talked about the Cowboys too much, so we'll wrap up. But I did want to throw out, I, Tony, I don't think McCarthy is necessarily a bad hire. I think, no, no, I agree. I think it's, it's probably more on the owner. I don't know for if McCarthy was a good hire, but I don't know if he's a bad one yet either. But I do want, one thing McCarthy screwed up is, and the coaches do it all the time, they hired their friends. And he hired Mike Nolan as a defensive coordinator. Who I'm not saying Mike Nolan's a bad dude, but he's it, the game's kind of gone past him. Like, I was looking at, I was like, so when was the last time Mike Nolan coached? Okay, he coached for the Falcons, defense coordinator for 2012, 13, and 14. In that span, they were bottom five in points per game all three years. They were he ended the 2014 his final year, 32nd in yards per game, 32nd in pass yards per game, 21st in Ooh. rush yards per game. Ouch. I mean, he just was a bad defensive coordinator the last time he had a job, which was six years ago. There's a reason no one else hired him. He's not very good, uh, and no one hired his buddy. And that's where coaches screw up, I think, the most is they go, well, let me just bring the guy I know in. I'll just bring my guy in. and Because that defense is not just 
a ter- like LJ's rolling his eyes probably once I say this. It's not like that's bad talent on that road. That <laughs> talent was <laughs> a year ago. We were like, these are some of the better linebackers in the NFL. And now those linebackers look like trash. Like Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith look terrible. Well, so he I, said that bad. He said that on. defensive court is a defensive coordinator. Is that who Nolan is? Yeah. So yeah. He hasn't had a job in six years. So right. Was he, was he sitting next to McCarthy doing all this research in the office? His last, his, his <laughs> like, well, I think so. We, I we think he's a smart out, guy. Guys, he was out the formula. We can do this. We can turn the Cowboys around. <laughs> That's what happened. Now, we're full circle. So he, Nolan was working at NFL Network. And actually, I thought he did a good job. I liked him when he was on there every now and then. But what he realized, McCarthy got fired. And then McCarthy was trying to learn all the stuff. So uh, Nolan showed up with a bunch of Excel sheets. He didn't know what the fuck yeah. they said. But he just showed up with a bunch of Excel sheets. Like, look, I figured it out. We're going to do this. And we do this and that and this. And Nolan's like... I don't understand. It's just like when you see someone really smart explain something to you, you kind of just go, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And he conned himself into the defensive coordinator job, and here we are. That's why Dallas sits where they're at. Well, there's a lot of reasons, but that just is one of the reasons. All right, let's let's quit talking about the Cowboys because they suck. Um, LJ, do you have a loss from this week you want to talk about? Yeah, so I found what I think is the new Tebow mania. Um, there's a, there's a situation where when you see it on your TV, like in your, in, in the little ticker, you turn to that game and it's when the Falcons are winning in the fourth quarter, <laughs> you cannot miss it. It is oh, must see TV. Um, I can't believe that they find a new way to lose it every week. It's, it's a joke that we say like the Falcons find a new way to lose. They really do. I mean, <laughs> girly accidentally falling into the end zone to lose the game. I mean, who would have had that on their bingo card? I mean, uh, can I get, can I throw a conspiracy at you there, LJ? Please, please, please. So there's now a mic'd up where Matt Ryan in the huddle before that play says, don't <laughs> score, get the first down. Don't score. Gurley does seem like he tried not to score, but he, he got really close before he tried not to score. <laughs> Todd Gurley has a contract incentive for 13 touchdowns on the season. He's at seven. He's at seven right now. I think he knew what the hell he was doing. He's like, I'll just I'll accidentally score. We'll still win. Surely we'll still win. Well, no, you're on the Falcons, so you'll lose. You'll find a way to lose. Yeah. It was, That's good. That's good. Yeah, LJ, I, that would, I love this call because I, I, I unfortunately did not get to catch like any of the first of the noon games this past Sunday. I, I took the dog to the dog park instead and got some fresh air. But I got to come back right when there was 30 seconds left in the Atlanta Falcons-Lions <laughs> game. And I turned it on, and by God, I got to see everything I needed to see. And it was great. It was great. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that I, I just I'm, don't understand. Literally, the only way they could have lost that game is to score the touchdown there, and that's what they did. <laughs> and then they still had a chance to win. All they had to do was stop Stafford, and they couldn't do that either. So. I'm not. I'm so I glad Stafford got that win. I am not going to tell you how much money I lost because of that one <laughs> touchdown. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I'm not. But I, I looked at that play, and so if you go back, it's like Gurley is fighting for yardage, and it's all—it's just like if you said Red Rover, Red Rover, let Todd Gurley come over, and he hits the two Detroit guys, and they're like, "Oh, push, let him push, let him push, let him go," and he just falls. He just falls, and it's like, "Oh!" And he realizes that he's fallen over. He's like, "Yeah, I've got through the tackle. Oh, I'm about to score!" And he just hits, and he tries to roll back, and you see it. And, and Kevin, I, I didn't know about that. Uh, that mic'd up, but you see in his oh, eyes. Just, I think it just now got released today. Yeah, you see I saw his, it too. And I was looking at his eyes. It's like, 
did he realize it or did he not realize? Because he was he's like, oh no, did I score? Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it was like it looked like that. And as soon as he did that, I thought, I'll be damned. Detroit's gonna come back and win this ball game, and then they're not gonna cover. And sure enough, there it went. And the guy I'm playing in fantasy, gong me, has TJ Hawkinson. And sure enough, <laughs> boom. Yeah, come on. I ended up winning anyway, but come on, man. Really? LJ, oh. you nailed it on the head. If it's the fourth quarter and the Atlanta Falcons are winning, by God, you flip it over because yep. something yep. interesting is about to happen. Something's, something's going to happen. I don't care how much they're winning by. They've already proven to us. They can find a way. So. And somewhere Dan Quinn exactly. is on a boat laughing his ass off. Like, you know what? It's not can my we, problem anymore. Can we agree those jerseys were ugly or does anyone like those jerseys they were wearing? The ATLs? The, it, like, it was red and then faded it's into the red. black. I they're like trying it. to match the Hawks, I think, a little too much. It just to me, it looked like a jersey that I made when I moved my franchise on Madden when I was yeah. like, <laughs> and then I created those exact same jerseys, and I thought they were awesome. And they probably, if they're trying to win over the young fans who maybe didn't notice how bad they lose these games, then maybe they're doing a good job. I just thought it looked like it was the, either off a creative team or off a backyard movie or football or the mighty Falcons or the the wombats <laughs> yeah. or whatever. <laughs> All the losses That's that y'all good. chose are ones I really thought about. I, I mean, they, they were all some pretty good ones. I'm going to go with, and maybe this is recency bias. I, I don't know how they're five and two. I think technically the Bears, I, I read this, maybe they're not. No, the Packers have to be ahead. The Packers of are ahead. Loss. Okay. Yeah. Well, the Bears are up there for top teams in the, in the NFC record wise. And what, Matt Nagy. You're supposed to be the offensive guy. That defense for the second straight year is really good. Monday yeah. night, that defense kept getting put in bad situations. They scored the lone touchdown, and they kept playing awesome against an offense I think is pretty decent in the Rams. And Nick Foles could not get anything. That run game was – I know they have some injuries. David Montgomery's just – eh. He's not awful, but he's not good. I, I don't know. I think Matt Nagy may just it, – it might not have been a Trubisky problem. It might have been a Matt Nagy problem. I – is you know what the fact that they're at five and two and that defense is so solid, I pray that they trade for Ryan because you know what. So to go, they're already paying. They're already paying Foles twenty million, and I know they got Trubisky on at least his rookie well, deal. So neither of them probably. have done anything, and so at least Brian Fitzpatrick is a journeyman. And he can at least maybe he maybe he's the answer. Who knows? But at five and two, you got to try at least. So yeah, but you're right. That's a lot of money just sitting there on that bench. But you know what? You look at that team, you're like, wow, if we can just get these guys the ball, we could at least score a field goal or something. Like, golly. Yeah, it's just watching that offense, it's just a bad experience all around. <laughs> and and speaking of bad experiences, have y'all ever been have y'all ever been at a point where you're, maybe you're trying to trim up a little, you notice you don't notice this often. Usually someone has to tell you, and that's that's the worst. Like your nose hairs get along. You think, oh, I'm gonna try to you know, get rid of those. Maybe you try to pull one, pluck one, something. That hurts. Bad experience. Don't do that. And let me tell you, now we don't have to worry about it because Manscaped just brought a new product out. The just-released Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. Take a look in the mirror, and I guarantee you'll see some, some hair sticking out of those holes. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as Manscaped already keeps you below the belt. Look, Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs, all in those delicate holes. And it has that. It uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. 
even if you that's kind of like Mike Nolan showing up with the Excel sheet. Even if you don't know what all that means, it sounds really, really <laughs> good. I guarantee you it's good. And look, it's intelligently contoured design, enhances the trimming experience, and it's waterproof, which makes for an easy operation and cleaning. And Tone, just in case if the power ever goes out, you know, you you, you already got your, your lawnmower 3.0. It's got a flashlight on it, so use that. And it's got it's got the same 90-minute battery, so last forever. I mean, you might have a lot of hairs to fix up. I feel like, you know, I don't know for sure, but I bet Andy Reid could use one of these weed whackers. I bet I there's some ear hairs in there he could take care of. <laughs> and this would do it for you. Look, uh, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the weed whacker. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code armchair that is the promo code armchair at manscaped.com that gets you 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com use the code armchair a-r-m-c-h-a-i-r at manscaped.com get that weed whacker nose and ear term and then check out the other products manscaped's got a lot out there so check them all out um all right wrap it up nfl stuff i do want to get into our locks was there any other game or note of significance or one coming up maybe just any note Tony, that you wanted to get out that we didn't talk about. Did you, you cover everything? Uh, from last week? No, I, I we, we we mentioned Daniel Jones, which is just a, in a microcosm the Giants season. Such great promise and so little results. I just, I'm so glad they scored eventually on that. But that was just fun to watch. And there's there's probably got to be a million memes off of that now. Of, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Can I, can I get there? Can I get there? So it's it just... <laughs> Uh, just amazing, and I, I think the red wasps thing. We should send that to to him and <laughs> let him use it. So, but just other than that, I, I will say this: great weekend for football. It really was. Lots of great games all over. Even even the Thursday night game was good with two NFC East opponents. I mean, it was still up down to the wire. So. Um, I think know. the NFC East is perfect for Thursday nights. You know, you don't, <laughs> yeah. you're not necessarily, it's going to be sloppy. You're not going to enjoy it, but it, it'll end up being kind of close. Both teams close. Are just bad. But you also don't have to watch it if you got plans. Like it's yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. And if you do, it's like, yeah. it's like you're watching two train wrecks. Just see which one wrecks Yo. first. And on Thursday, it was the Giants. It, Kevin, perfect. <laughs> I think the NFC East should always play on Thursday nights. That is Unfortunately awesome. though, this week we get them on Sunday night. And it's <laughs> yeah. the Cowboys, <sighs> the Cowboys and Eagles play on Sunday yeah. night. So at least I don't have to worry about Sunday night football. LJ, because I'm not enjoying another Cowboys game, yeah. so there's that. I'm wondering where's uh, that petition at to send the uh, instead of the winner of that division going to the playoffs, you just add that extra spot to the NFC West. Like that's just <laughs> like, no one in that division needs to go to the playoffs. Let's just take that extra spot. Yeah, get the NFC West and the the Saints in there. That's We're all right, winners. Yeah. Everybody's happy. <laughs> we all get better football. I mean, it's just yeah. better for everybody. Hell, the NFC East is probably happy because they don't have to travel another week. I mean, it's probably better for And embarrass themselves on national TV when only one game is being played at a time. All right. So the biggest game, and this might be, I don't know for sure. This might be getting to the uh, anybody's lock of the week. But biggest game, and I wanted to ask your pin because you brought it up. Steelers-Ravens, probably the biggest one of the weekend. Jacob, do you have a strong preference on who wins that game? Do you have a strong This was going to be my lock of the week. Beautiful. All right. Let's go. I think the Steelers are getting three and a half. Give it to me because I think the Ravens. Not this could easily bite me in the butt, but I think the Ravens are a soft five and one team. Uh, looking at who they've played and who they've beaten, I I like the Steelers. Only undefeated team going in there. They look like they're cooking. I I like the Steelers in this game. 
I might even sprinkle the money line there, but I'm a, I'm just gonna call the three and a half that I'm getting right now. That one that one does intrigue me a little. Like the Ravens, I still am holding out. I think the Ravens are a good team, but I don't three. I, that game should be more like a two and a half yeah, pick. That's that should be I close. Just pick them just because of the rivalry and how they've always played previously, and then the fact that I mean. I, I truly haven't watched too much Lamar Jackson outside of the Chiefs game, but boy, and I, I'll be I'll be honest, like the Chiefs have a good pass defense, but I mean it's not the the best in the NFL. And Lamar Jackson just did not look good in this game against a high scoring offense. And so I'm just curious if the Chiefs if the Steelers can get out to just a one or two touchdown lead, what what can they do? Well, and we already know the Ravens don't play that yeah. well from behind. They're they're better when they're ahead and. So. That is that's how you beat the yeah. Ravens. Did you get out early? That's it. And that's and answer. it helps to have a Hall of Fame quarterback as the Steelers do in black and gold. So that helps. So he's good <laughs> under pressure. I, I Tony, I, I do. I just want to get your opinion because it wouldn't be. I, I, do you agree? Do you like that plus oh, three yeah. and a half pick? Yeah, I, I. Although I think the Ravens probably win this game uh, by one uh, or two, maybe at the most, either twenty nineteen or twenty two twenty, something like that. Uh, I think it's going to be a knockdown. Everybody's going to move the ball between twenties, but a lot of a lot of field goals in this one. So pick up Justin Tucker and Boswell if you can. But uh, I I really uh, uh, I I'm getting Steelers plus four, and man, what a deal! Uh, so I really like the Steelers to either uh, Jacobs correct. I, I I I they could definitely win this outright. But uh, going into Baltimore with the Ravens having a a week off. To get healthy, although Ingram probably is not playing, I I think they are probably going to win the game. But I'll take the Steelers on this one. Okay, well, what about you? Got a lock? For, I think everyone seems to be pretty. Uh, LJ, are you on board with the the Steelers pick? I mean, I like the pick. I, I think the Ravens win it. I think I'm right with Tony. So I think that means uh, bet against it. Uh, <laughs> Ravens money. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> um, Tony, what do you, I'm going to save LJ because LJ is like, I, I don't know if he's 100% or not. He's close to 100%, I think, on these. So I'm going to let LJ go last. So, Tony, what do you got for okay. your lock this week? Wow. I was hoping LJ was going to go because uh, I am torn between two picks. And, I'll go. And I've already gone, technically. But yeah, we'll talk oh, yeah, about you it. did. Yeah, what was your lock? Tell us your lock again. My lock were the Bills at minus three and a yeah. half. That's what I'm taking. I'm taking them to. Have a it's it's like fifty degrees in in Buffalo. It's kind of a nice day for Buffalo. It's fifty degrees and rainy. Oh, that's um, so Bill that's weather right there, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like that's a paradise that's for right. Buffalo natives. Um, and they'll just they'll take it to the Patriots and they'll get right one more time and then they're going to take off and make it to the playoffs. So I don't know I like that, that one. I'm not ready. I'm, I'm not ready. I'm not betting on the Patriots by any stretch. But I just. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know about the Bills. I, it would be the get right game if they can if they can have a big game. They need it, so I could see them coming out. You would think they come out firing because this is they yeah. need it. That last game was like a little. That you, if you're the Bills in that locker room, you go. Sure, it wasn't pretty, but we knew it was the Jets. Let's let's go play the Patriots. Let's go do this thing. Let's put. They could throw the dirt on the grave if they want to, kind of, but the Patriots season. So yeah, I kind of. Yep. I might have just talked you. You started it, and now <laughs> now we've gone full circle. I'm all in now. Okay, Tony, what do you got? All right, so. I'm torn between two, and these are both uh, on the edge. So, so folks, hang in there with me on this, okay? <laughs> uh, so, one A is uh, the I'm, I've got Bengals plus six at home dogs against the Tennessee Titans. Joey, Tennessee. all he does is cover the spread, Burrow. All he does, <laughs> and so he had the he had the uh, he had the uh, Browns beat this weekend. 
Um, the Titans are known to stay in a game and then win it late and uh, just pound you down. Uh, this is at Cincinnati. Uh, both defenses are not that good. Uh, <clears throat> certainly looks like an over game, but uh, you know Cincinnati 54. plus six at home after just coming off that Cleveland loss could be really pissed off. And the Titans just got beat. I mean, they they're, they're coming off a lot of losses. It's not like that. Was yeah, the, the, the <laughs> but that one was really that one really hurt. True, so that one they thought they had it won. Yeah, the Titans just come off. Now they could come off pissed and really say, "Hey, we got to read you know you know reestablish our domination," but. I really like the Bengals plus six at home against the Titans. Okay. I, I, giving them a touchdown at home, Bengals, I think they've shown they can score some points. And Tennessee's defense is not what it needs to be. Now, we're, we're waiting to see if Mixon's playing or not. If Mixon plays, I really like this line. Even if he doesn't play, I, I think it's I think it's worth it. And then here here's the one you want. So that's my that's my the one I, you know, put not, knock it down. Since Cincinnati plus six, but I really like the Broncos getting three and a half at home against the Chargers. Uh, oh, I don't know. About, are you just? Are, yeah. Are you trying to suck up to LJ or something? What's going on so, here? This is a little love for LJ. I'm at you there, man. Come on. Uh, but uh, you know, Denver coming off a game where it, it it just was sloppy. You know, Kansas City definitely the better team, but. The Chargers coming into town. Herbert has never been there, and yeah. you said it earlier. Uh, Kevin Chubb is still a pretty good, pretty good ball player, uh, and and so I think Fangio will have something for the rookie. And uh, I, I I like the Broncos getting plus three and a half. If it gets lower than that, then I I, I don't I don't like it. But I, I think the Chargers come out with a you know a one to three point victory here. But I think the Broncos are going to keep it really close and make this a game, and and certainly. Uh, certainly think this is a you could probably shoot the under on it, but I think the Broncos keep it close, and uh, I, I I take the Broncos on this one with three and a half. So which one's the lock lock, and which one's the sort Boy. of tease? Bengals. The Bengals is the lock. lock. You want right, an extra gotcha. one? I like both your picks though; those are both well thought out, especially the Broncos one. The Bengals are <laughs> the lock, and I like I like um, the Broncos as your extra special. Wow. Okay. <laughs> the the Titans Bengals one. So honestly. When I first, my first look at the board, I thought, oh, Titans are going to come out strong. They they stayed in with the Steelers. They had a close game. Suck away to lose. They're going to come out and play hard. Yeah. I think they win by a couple touchdowns. But we look at both teams so far this year. What do the Bengals do? They hang around, but they end up losing. The Titans, they hang around, but end up winning. That is asking for a Cincinnati cover. That game is just everything we've seen so yeah. far is asking for them to cover. Yeah. Dude, the, and, the Titans can't play defense. And they have got – honestly, they have got to figure this out. So Burrow's going to come out now if he can stand upright. The Burrow's yeah. going to come out with AJ Green somehow turned a corner last week against a quality opponent. Tyler Boyd looking really good. T Higgins, yeah, looking, that receiving core is looking. They have got some weapons now, and so uh, I, I think the Titans are going <laughs> to. I think the Titans are going to struggle to 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 keep up in this game now. Tannehill can do it. So I, I see the Titans coming back late in this game with a with a late touchdown or a field goal to win by, you know, two to four points. And if they're if the Bengals are getting six or seven, take it. I like that. I like my my lock this week, it's gonna be so I'm not going to call this one a lot because it's on Thursday night, and I just don't oh, know when you're going to when you're no. going to hear this. Like you might you might listen on Friday. I just love the Panthers. That's true. I think oh, I, I think the too. the Panthers 
to me, they're, I'm going to ride them for the, I, I don't know what the, their record might end up six and 10, but I just think they're a solid, tough team. And for some reason, they still get looked at as a bad team. And so Vegas gives them like these lines that are very coverable. And they're yeah. only favored by two over the Falcons. Oh, we know the Falcons yeah. are going to find a way to lose it. Yep. Now I just seem to lose it by three. I mean, that's not that Someone hard. Someone on this podcast right? hates them. But you know what? It's I don't hate them. I said the Saints. The Saints should have beat them. I, I like them. That's why the Saints should have beat them by more. Anyway. So that's the, that's one, that's the one I'm really interested in. But I'm not going to call that my lock. My lock oh, this week oh. is going to be just because I want to go with the Sunday game. So to make sure. I want to make sure. I'm a man of the people. I want to make sure the listeners can right. get on this, this parlay this that we're getting. Free money. Here. Yeah, we're trying to give you free money. We're trying to bet online doesn't appreciate this just giving out their money. <laughs> I am going to do something dangerous though. Oh, I'm putting my money on Philip Rivers and the Colts Ooh. minus two and a half. Not Boy. really putting my money on Philip Rivers. I just don't. I I just they're coming off a buy. They're getting a little bit getting a little healthier. I don't think the lines are all that great. Okay, one by three. I I, I see that happen. You really y'all took some lines that I really like. And so it kind of put me. In the, I actually was. I was really on the Chargers minus three, but I don't want to just go completely against. Uh, I say I, I tell you the Chargers there. Talk about it. Uh, but I'm going to go Colts. The Colts. It's, it's the hook minus that gets you. Man. That's mine. That is the hook. It's the hook get that gets you. Hook that'll get you. What do you? So I'm, here's what I'm seeing a go good ahead. one too, though. The not to go against old Tua, but it's his first game, and he gets to go against Aaron Donald. <laughs> And the Rams. Good point. And they're they're giving it's only minus three and a half for the Rams. It is at Miami going across the country. But the bad way. His first first game ever. It's going to go against the defensive line of the Los Angeles Rams. I so wanted to take the Dolphins in three and a half against the Rams coming across the country after a Monday night game. I so want to do it. But the two a factor. As we said last week, I, I don't know if this is a blow to the locker room or not. And Miami being a younger team, you know, they rely a lot on that as to what happens out on the field with them. And so if they were a believer in fit, now it certainly could be the other way. And they were a believer in two. And like, when are you going to get the old man out of here and let this superstar play? Because well, dude, they're getting paid. They're getting paid. So it's different. So it, it, man, well, I really wanted to take man, but that, that two a factor it could go either way. There'll be some money on Miami out of my pocket, but I didn't want to give that to the, you know, to the, to the you know, out there as a lock. Yeah, I'm hearing, I, by the way, as that, Kevin said, I'm hearing, by the way, that the the Dolphins are really loving the change. I mean, outside of uh, okay. they were definitely with Fitzpatrick, but they're excited about Tua. So, as a team, I think Brian Flores is a good coach and knows this locker room. I th- I don't think he would have made this move if he thought that, it was and it, that is why I was so confused about this move because I actually love a Brian Flores and the whole the whole management of that team has been great these past two years i think i think they figured out you know what we had to rebuild and they've done it they've done it correctly i actually love all the pieces they have down there but i think this just circling back this is kind of one of those moves just like taking blake snell out of the game it could easily backfire at a team that full was, circle it was, it was <laughs> at a team that's three and three only two games back from a bills team that only scored 18 on the jets ryan's Fitz, taking ryan fitzpatrick and put him on the bench we don't know. Man, what's that's some happen. podcasting right there. That's good stuff. So, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, right. There. I don't. And to to go back full to keep it going full circle, like we said off the top, the 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 Dolphins not only are going to win the the AFC East, they're going to make me some money. And next week, what we're gonna we're probably going to lead the podcast. Everyone likes shiny new things. And when Tua throws for three hundred <laughs> yards, three touchdowns, gets away from Aaron Donald a few times. I'm hoping Aaron Donald doesn't get a hold of him. But, um, <laughs> 
right. I, I think that's going to be our topic. It We're going to be like, possible. well, Tua looks good. It's only a week. It's only a week, only but week. Tua looks good. We'll see. We will see. I think hey. one thing's for sure, at least Tony started it, for me at least, and it sounds like, Jacob, you've been on it the whole time. I'm a Brian Flores guy. I really like yeah. what he's doing. Oh, so yeah. I, yeah, right. I like what Miami's doing. And also they got all the Texans picks, which is great. So I, <laughs> I'm glad to talk on the Dolphins oh, for the future future too. They're genius. Yeah, anyone out there, there picking a team. They're like, right, oh yeah, we'll, we'll definitely take our take we'll definitely bet that O'Brien will mess up at some point. And so we'll take those picks <laughs> easily. And so so and if, correct me if wrong, Flores came from Belichick as well. Is that correct? Yeah. Wow, he's yep. making Patricia look like trash because <laughs> the Lions are not looking anywhere near like the Miami Dolphins are, at least for yeah. hopeful, hopeful for the future. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we got a lot of good stuff out there, and we gave you a, a good little futures bet for the Rays, possibly next awesome. World Series. Just not going to be – it wasn't as good odds as Jacob got for this year, but, you know, <laughs> you still get out there. And then, of course, we gave you the lock of the week. What do we got? Steelers plus 3.5 over the uh, to cover against the Ravens. Bills minus three and a half to cover over the Patri- uh, Patriots. Bengals plus six. All they got to do is stay stay in the game. Bengals plus six. And then Colts minus three and a half. Honestly, I feel the worst about my picks. That's probably <laughs> not a good sign. But Colts hey. minus two and a half. I, we're going to go with it. I mean, we're just printing off money for you yeah. guys. All you got to do is head over to Bet Online, put in the promo code armchair, get all the bonuses, and then just put your money down. There, you can't be at the game, but you can get in on the action. BetOnline's got it there for you. Yeah. And then, you know, you got you got the Just Press Play podcast here just giving you free money. Free so money. Why yeah. not take it? Yep. Hey, all, all right, folks, th- hey, all those folks in Sweden, hey, listen. <laughs> if if this LJ had some great points, so if you want to replace Miami plus three and a half instead of Cincinnati, I, I'm all for it. So <laughs> I'm all for and it. Don't do that. If and Josh, I just want to—I I do want to circle back tone. If Josh Allen, if you're listening, pressure's off. And if you want to come, if you want to come for, on the pod and forgive Tony for putting all that on, Josh, you, we will welcome you yeah. on, Josh. And Jerry, just, we'll just have you on too. Sure. Yeah, all you gotta do is reach Jerry, out. Just reach out, Jerry. We'll Jerry. We'll go down to Rose City. Uh, we'll meet at the Powell uh, Baseball League, and uh, they're off off Broadway, and we'll talk it out. I'm yeah. ready to go. Just have your people email us at justpresspodpod uh, at gmail dot com. Um, we'll, or we'll figure it or out. you can find us on Twitter at Just Press Play Podcast or find us on Facebook. Just search Just Press Play Podcast. And make sure for all you out there, if you're not already subscribed to the pod, subscribe to us, leave a review. It helps rate us. And uh, we will be back next week, guys. Peace. Peace. Hey, I'll say this one. Careful about money. If if the locker room is a favorite, this Tua thing, this is a classic trap game. (laughs) West Coast team coming to East Coast after a Monday night, after a big Monday night win, short week, out of conference. Dude, it is. It is the ultimate. We can't. We can't do this. We can't talk up the (laughs) NFC West and then just say, oh, this rookie QB that's never started a game. plays the first game and then we'll see what happens but I again he's got the tools he showed everything he could be electric so I hope and I hope he is but Rams win 31-30 okay I'm good with that <laughs> all right